time. Everybody, welcome to the intro to the first episode of If Wrestling Was Fake, IWWF. Uh, this is the first, at least I know, a fan fiction podcast, wrestling podcast, where it's just strictly just us talking about our creative side of of wrestling here, which will be basically only WWE proper. We don't. I don't watch enough NXT to really talk about NXT side. Don't watch enough AEW or all the other indies, um, indie companies to talk too much about them. So it's strictly just WWE proper. We don't have any connections to anybody associated with WWE, so don't expect to be hearing us giving interviews to former WWE wrestlers or current WWE wrestlers. We're strictly just two people that love wrestling a lot. Um, so with that said, we're just here to just bring you what our creative side would bring to the table of WWE. Kind of be the voice for the WWE universe. You know, I, for what I see, there's not a lot of podcasts that really just talk about what we would bring to the table. Most just kind of are more critical of what is going on, but nobody's really saying what they would bring. And this will be the first podcast to just kind of just tell you what we were bringing to the table. What are we wanting to see? Maybe we give a voice out there. Maybe some of the creatives at WWE headquarters may listen a little bit. But this also is not a dish podcast to the WWE. We really love everything they are doing. And I don't have a problem with it. This is just the voice of what I want to see. Just my creative expertise. So, with that said, time to get into the meat of the first ever episode. I hope you enjoy. What up, what up? What's going on, bro? I'm trying to turn you up. All right. What's up? What's up, my man? Chilling at the house. What you got going on? Oh, just getting ready to talk about some WWE. <laughs> some good old professional wrestling. <laughs> the show that once was. <laughs> well, good thing is I know the modern stuff. You know the old stuff. So, I guess let's get into it a little bit here. All right. So, pretty much this is a great introductory time for this podcast because not really too much being built on right now in the storyline in WWE Modern. Uh, got Money in the Bank coming up soon. So, got a little bit of some different little storylines. So, uh, yeah. really right, right now, I don't know if you remember Drew McIntyre, but now he's like this shit. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know right, right now Drew McIntyre's the man. But uh but I ha- I haven't sat down and watched an entire episode of Monday Night Raw probably like since it's probably like 3 years ago. Yeah. You've been missing right now 
it's not too much going on because I think they're trying to sit a lot of these people that it kind of worked out down. I know Becky Lynch wasn't there yesterday. Um, Seth Rollins did a little video from home type situation. Yeah. Extremely difficult show in front of nobody. You know? It's difficult. I think the good thing about this is is that it's showing that you can cut you can do cinematic matches yeah. to kind of make up for some of these people that they kind of want to bring back. Yeah, I mean, like, like the, under, the Undertaker's WrestleMania match against AJ yeah, Styles I, I was, will probably go down as one of the best ratchet, matches of the yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't know how to feel about it. I guess because I hadn't watched wrestling in a while and I didn't know what they were doing, like, the way they were filming it, opposed to just a normal match. But um, I mean, it was good. I think I was just thrown off, like, because I didn't. Uh, I was uninformed. That's what they were doing. I I I loved it because, again, it's 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 rough to see some of these old people, you know, older wrestlers. <laughs> Try to wrestle against these younger wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker, Undertaker can't really. You know, he's not going to go in there and and put on a match with like, who's the young up and comer right now who's trying to get over? I haven't watched him so long. I mean, you got people like Alistair Black. Um, it looks like they're trying to bring back Apollo Crews yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you got kind of these younger people, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, Austin Fury, Andrade. You know they got they got heads. You know it's just really it's really good that right now that they kind of let these younger people kind of get their get their time. Yeah, try to give them a push. Try to give them a push a little bit. Let them have a little bit of a storyline while they while they. Okay, kind of let the people that are known this this is kind of your time where you kind of rest those people that are known. You know, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins doesn't need a big storyline right now. Yeah, he's established enough. Where anybody that, anybody that knows wrestling at least a decent amount knows Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know? Like, there's there's certain names you can drop that just by the name they're gonna get you know a crowd a reaction if you're they're established enough. Yeah, so try to, I'm I'm happy that they're kind of letting those guys sit home and kind of bringing up. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, Seth Rollins is going to get a pop. I mean, it's like John Cena would get a pop. You don't necessarily have to push them constantly if they show up. You know, they're going to get a yes. pop. So, which that's what I'm, that's what I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy that you're that this is the time where you can kind of play around a little bit. Kind of get back to your creative side, side a little bit more. Yeah, they need to because I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't been able to watch it, like I said, in like three years. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know if it's storyline. I don't know what it is, but I just, it doesn't hold my attention anymore. So I don't know. Maybe, like you said, if uh, they're kind of re, um, you know, change some things up. 
And uh, with the storyline, maybe it'll get better. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that said, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where you kind of got to really just dig into it a little bit. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about on your side there? Um, like... I said that we're doing that, you know, the intro and everything, kind of laying it out. Um, like, what, what, what exactly, what kind of avenue are we, are we going to be traveling down? Because we're kind of learning as we go, I think. Like, um, you, you, you know more of the, I know more of the, the older stuff. So, are you just wanting to talk about like, um, like classic matches or like dream matches or like scenarios or like, what kind of road are we traveling down? Uh, we could, we might need to just do, go down maybe some of those classic matches, just to side, kind of side of, kind of mirror what's happening in WWE now. Some of these classic matches that maybe WWE can then start referring back to, because, you know, all of it is all, pretty much everything is just a refurbished thing. You know, all the matches now are just, all the characters, all the matches now are just characters from the, 90s, 80s, 70s, you know, just brought back again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's hard to be original. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that, that I noticed between wrestling, wrestling, wrestling when I was like younger and modern day wrestling is uh, like mod, today's wrestling, it's, it's, it's very flippy. Like it's very, uh, Cirque du Soleil to me like it's very acrobatic and if you go back and watch like let's say you go back to the early 2000s and you watch like a Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero match just like on Monday Night Raw like it was it was super technical you knew it was all a work and it was predetermined but they made it look real like it was technical wrestling chain wrestling snap suplexes and German suplexes and and toe holds and, and reversals. It it sold a lot better than what I see today to where it's like it, it's it's too circusy to me. It's oh the selling is a point that is not it's a lot more acting and it takes a lot more selling. And it's not of. I think the problem with some of it is that there's a, not a lot of wrestlers that can do both. Yeah. There's not a lot of wrestlers that can do power moves, but also could do, like you say, circus moves. Yeah, like it's t- today's wrestling. Wrestling to me, it can't be like even it can't be sold. It's not viable. It's not believable that it's a real competition. Even though you know it's a work, there's like a certain way to sell it so you can pass it off legitimate. You know, I feel like well, well, once the tooth, as they say, once the toothpaste, is, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tooth. You know, so if you go back to mm-hmm. uh, was it the late '90s, early 2000s, when they had the curtain call uh, incident, um, I want to say I'm categorizing that right with uh, the click. And it was um, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash. I know they were all getting ready to go to different companies. Some were going to WCW. 
at SummerSlam and WWF, mm. and they broke kayfabe, and you know they broke character in front of the audience, and they all hugged after the match, and they kind of they let in that it was all a show. And once you do that, once it's known for sure and it's out there in the open, you know, you can't you can't go back at that point. So I think that takes a lot of the you know illustriousness away from it. But even then, you can sell it as legitimate if it's like really technical wrestling as opposed to like so many flips and switches. I don't know. Maybe I'm an old man, but that's just me. (laughs) I think that you are getting to a point. I think that the biggest problem is that with with right now that wise is that you don't really have a realistic a real a realism. It's not like you like you said, you kinda you kinda can feel feel that Triple H and Shawn Michaels is hanging out. You kind of feel that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall is hanging out after their show. You kind of feel that they're really best friends, that they're really, 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 really best friends. They're really, really, you know, yeah. know each other. And I feel like nowadays, it's more of a business did a did a did kind of like a fraternity or brotherhood. Yeah. Like, Seth Rollins recently to get back from Seth Rollins, he was a uh, he's now known as the Monday Night Messiah, <laughs> and his and the people he hung out with was was a guy named Murphy. Uh, his original name was Buddy Murphy earlier when he started hanging out with him, and AOP. Now you can just tell that these people don't hang out after mm-hmm. the show. And I think that's the reason why people like the New Day and people like the OC, they really sell better with crowds, is because they really look like they hang yeah, it's, out. It's believable. It really looks like it really looks like they're a tag team because they really are friends. This isn't just a, this isn't a, a front yeah, office yeah, wedding. You can believe it. You can buy into it. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's the problem with wrestling a little bit now is that there's some things you just can't buy and they're just trying to sell yeah. you. Well, I mean, does that does that come from just a simple lack of competition? I mean, when, uh, when uh, we had the Monday Night Wars, um, WCW was beating them in the ratings and WWF uh, began the Attitude Era. And they ended up winning, but they got so good. Like wrestling was the thing to do um, during the Monday Night Wars. Competition pushes you to be better. I mean, without competition, I mean, did, did it just get stale? Or, or um, I don't know. I, I, it's not that it's got stale. I think that it's just gotten really, really. I think it's became. I think that it's now became the Starbucks aspect. As I'm going to guess when Starbucks first opened up, that it was kind of like, you know, it was a really good coffee shop. Now it's kind of like, 
it's modern. Every place has a Starbucks. So, you know, I think it's just that aspect of that now WWE's trying to commercialize. So it's kind of like now it's not now it's not you it's know. not I think I know what you're trying to say like if I'm interpreting it right it, it's not it's not filmed and it's not written and it's not ran as like an actual competition anymore it's a TV show and yes. uh, if you go back and watch it again referring back to like the late 80s, 90s, up and through there, um, it was billed as a competition, as a match. And let's say you had uh, Macho Man was going to wrestle Jesse Ventura, Jesse the Body Ventura. Well, they would cut their promos. They would talk trash and build the match for, you know, a few weeks or whatever, a couple months. And they would never even meet face-to-face until the night of the match. They never even brought them together. Well, now you've got... You know, you've got it filmed as more of a show to where you got behind the scenes stuff and you see them out to like to dinner and riding in cars and doing different activities. It's not really viewed as a competition anymore. It's it's like a I've called it for many years. It's, it's a grown man's soap opera. You know, it's like a it's like the the male. The well, and that's the funny thing is that it could be a sports soap opera. I guess the what the, hey, you know, I don't want to make this again. This podcast isn't a total diss oh, yeah. on modern day wrestling because I love yeah. modern day wrestling, but I think the problem right now with it is that you are. It's more of a, like you said, it's not really competition. Like, if you look back at early 2000s when The Rock wanted to wrestle Triple H for the universe for the what is now the universal title at the time was just the WWF title when The Rock wanted to wrestle Triple H he didn't say we're going to wrestle the next pay-per-view he said hell I'm going to beat your ass tonight or a week from now or two weeks from now and I think that's the biggest problem is like like right now to do a Drew McIntyre versus again Seth Rollins. I don't mean to keep <laughs> mentioning his name, but that's just the name that's off yeah. the top of my head right now. But you know, it they they they're doing this Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins beef, but they they are like, oh, we're gonna wrestle each other the next pay per view. Yeah, yeah, they. They're they're building so, it, but you you don't feel like they're building it as well as they used to. It's it's not a, it's not a war aspect to it, and I think that's the problem with it was that it was more of a battle aspect. It was more we was invested. We do the rock, even though we do the rock and and Triple H didn't really actually hate each other because again we knew it was fake, but at the same time. We felt that the Rocket Triple H didn't like each other. Yeah, and that's the same as if you go watch a movie. You know, I know that Liam Neeson is not really killing people to get his kid back for the ninth time. You know, but but yeah. he can make me believe it for <laughs> ninety minutes. You know, yeah. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, you gotta build, you gotta build this up a little bit. You gotta have them, you gotta have them go at each other. You gotta have them. 
really just wrestle each other. I don't know why they don't have it where people have wrestling matches where the title is yeah. not on the line. You go, I mean, you go, hey, I'll wrestle you. Drew McIntyre can go, hey, I'll wrestle you tonight, Seth Rollins, but I'm not putting my title yeah. on the line. And we kind of get a little bit of, of Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins hate each other. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's really tough to try to try to sell us on on somebody on a battle when nobody's physically yeah. fought each other. <clears throat> all they've done all they've done is cut promos and, and one person's hit their <laughs> signature. Yeah, promo. yeah, they cut promos and they come out and they hit them with the uh and I'm not even sure if he still does the curb stomp. But um he had that one and then he had um Yeah he still does. He did yeah that's what he did. That's only that's the only time they've ever uh, wrestled each other recently was when Seth Rollins did a curb stomp to uh, Drew McIntyre uh, the Raw before yeah. last. Right. <clears throat> I guess the, the stark difference is, and again, like you said, you know, it's not a it's not a shit on modern wrestling type of podcast at all, so I'll probably just leave my point at, at this. Yeah. Um, back when it was... The... Well, again, we... The, again, we're bringing up the old, the yeah. classic times, you know, so we could try to say, because again, this is all a fan fiction yeah. wrestling podcast. We're going to try to do what we would do with the storyline aspect yeah. of it. And <clears throat> all we're saying is that what we would do in this situation would kind of get some battles between Drew McIntyre and yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah, you gotta have some heat going in. I don't think they really have um, like a good guy, like a, a face and a heel type of dynamic anymore. Everybody's kind of a tweener. They seem to be a tweener. Well, everybody's kind of. <laughs> everybody's kind of is in me and my roommate. We talk about this a lot. Everybody's the biggest baddest yeah. asshole. Now, there's no, there's no true gold dirt, dust, Scotty Too Hottie, Rakishi. You know, there's no people that's just like we're just here to have to be yeah. the fan favorite. Yeah, there's just nobody that's just there. It's like we have our gimmick. And we're gonna be a fan favorite. Yeah, that's it. We're not looking to win a championship. We're not looking to ever win a title. We just want to be the person that people are being, are buying, are you know, going. Hey, I can't wait to see this person wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's just there's just no person like that because right now, I don't know if you remember Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, man, he was fighting MMA for a while. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I think he, I think he also does not want to remember those. Times. He was all right. He went. He went some ass. He did all right. Oh God, he he's the swollest. Not not. He's the swollest. Uh, worst in May fire oh, no, of all time. Bob set. <laughs> Bobby Lassie is a 
he is, is a human monster. And people like the only bad, yeah. the only bad thing. Everybody would love to look like he looks, but the only downside about that that nobody talks about is those. The biggest, the biggest part that sucks about Bobby Lashley, because I feel like he's, I feel like he's a good wrestler. I feel like he does not, he does, he can't cut promos to save his life. That's his biggest problem. But the thing is, I think the way you get around that is by giving him a gimmick where he doesn't have to cut a promo. Yeah, like I think what they should do is make him somebody's body. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Make him simply as that. Make him a bodyguard for somebody. But who would you put him as a bodyguard as? See, I don't know shit about what's happening in wrestling now. I don't know any of the newcomers. I don't know any of the established people. Like, who could he be uh, a bodyguard for? They just released. like seven or eight people, they released Carl Anderson. They released uh, Leo. I can't remember his last name. Leo something. Yeah, they released Carl Anderson. They pretty much released the OC, other than AJ Styles. So they released Carl Anderson and they released uh, Luke Gallows. AJ Styles, I think, said he's going to probably more than likely retire after this next contracts after this contracts up. So. I guess that might be the reason why they didn't release who's it. Gonna, who's going to retire? Uh, they released Bruce. Going to retire? Hmm. I think AJ Styles is saying he might I retire. Be he's this been so long. He's been in it. I mean, he's been wrestling. Yeah. He's wrestled everywhere. <laughs> he's wrestled on every road exactly. motion everywhere. Hey, he has nothing left to prove. He's done everything. He's won every title that he could possibly win. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> man, I, I didn't mean to get off topic. So you said Bobby Lashley could uh, be whose bodyguard? Uh, maybe just maybe be a bodyguard for somebody like uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that really would look good with a, a bodyguard that could really cut a promo. I would say AJ Styles, but I mean AJ Styles. I mean AJ Styles would be a good one to go with. I don't know. There's so many people that can really cut promos that he could go with if he wants. If they wanted to send him that back down to NXT type level, Who which is I don't more, think he'll agree with. Yeah, yeah. Probably last to cut you off. Who is um like? Would you? Who is like a a guy who's up and coming who, who everybody knows is kind of going. You could with having is there like is there like somebody who hole and you give him a bodyguard and he could be me be even more of an asshole or is there like how would you spin it? Uh, the problem, the thing is NXT has a lot of really good up and comers that it's kind of made of its own brand because. Because the, they're now they're doing the Wednesday Night Wars for AEW, so now NXT is kind of yeah. its own brand entirely. So it's kind of really hard to see up and comers because it's kind of the up and comers are state are NXT people because it's its yeah. own brand now. True. Um, I was going to say too. 
So too bad time didn't work really, itself out. You probably could have uh, you could have uh, made him like the Miz's bodyguard, that douchebag image. <laughs> oh God, you need to see they they've reconnected uh, the real? Miz with John Morrison. I will say that the tag team yeah. aspect has been great, SmackDown wise. SmackDown has had a great tag teams. Miz and Morrison is an yeah. amazing tag team. The New Day, amazing tag team. The Usos is SmackDown doing fabulous. better these days? I still never think about SmackDown. It never comes to my mind. SmackDown, it's not doing as good as Raw because yeah. it is on Friday nights. And I don't know why they... I know why they moved to the Friday nights is because it moved to Fox, and Fox wanted them to do Fridays. Yeah, it just seems like no matter what they've tried over the years, SmackDown has never really gotten any bigger. I don't know. And honestly, SmackDown's a lot better. Yeah, it's a it's a to me it's better than it's better, and I'll be talking about SmackDown a lot. I probably forget a lot of stuff because it comes on on Fridays yeah. and we record this on Tuesdays. But SmackDown's really SmackDown's doing a lot of really good stuff. You got Braun Strowman, who they finally gave a championship to. Finally. Yeah, is he the um, is he the uh, Universal Champ or the Heavyweight Champ? Uh, he's the. Let's see. I think it is the Universal. I can't remember which one is because there's a WWE Championship, then there's yeah. a Universal Championship. And uh, I think the Universal Champ is Drew McIntyre, while Braun Strowman is the WWE Champ. Are we going to see a cross-brand uh, unified title match? I would love to see Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. That would be a really good match. I don't think I don't think they will because I think that they're really, really I think that that they're pushing that there have yeah. to be two different contracts. I feel like the people on SmackDown are under the Defa Fox contract. Oh yeah. As well. Cause you see them doing a lot of different things with Fox. Like, you know, they they, they you can see them like promoting football games and stuff like that. Yeah, like they did a lot of Super Bowl promotion this past. This yeah, past I, mean, I guess year. that would make a difference uh, since you're under different, um, a di- two different networks. Yeah, you know, two different networks, and I think that Fox. I think that was the one. I think that's the reason why they kind of brought people over, like uh, like Strowman and uh. And uh, Kofi Kingston and people like that is because Fox yeah. really wanted those people over there. Yeah, Fox said, I guess Fox, you know, if we're going to take this on, we want some of the big dick money too, you know? Yeah. Don't send, us the, don't send us the uh, third string, bitch. Yeah, you know, they, they, they were like, we want I'll tell you what, rate. I'll come back to wrestling when Kofi comes back to the boom drop and the, and the uh, accent. That's when I'll be back. When, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't hear a boom drop and a boom, 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 I'm not coming back. It's it's over. It's over for that. Do, do you remember it's when he, one, he forgot man. to oh. an accent on and Triple H called him out in the in the ring? 
I remember that episode. I, that was one. I think that was one of the last episodes I had watched like, hey, in like a while. Like, aren't you supposed to be Jamaican? With your, What's your accent? <laughs> he had dropped the accent. I think that was one of the last episodes I watched for a while because I mean, as you as you know, for the for the people at home, I had stopped watching yeah. for like ten years. Then came back recently around the beginning of last year, maybe a yeah. little bit before the year before. And I mean, I'm back in love with it. I love everything you're doing right now. You're uh, in the hot, you're in the kind of like a be... hotbed of it too, man, in Tennessee. Yeah, that's I think that's I think that's pop that's might be possibly what made me come back is because, you know, Tennessee Nashville rest uh Nashville was a big wrestling mecca yeah. for quite a long while. I mean you got Jerry the King Lawler, he's came from here. Uh God, it's so many big names that came here. I can't even think of it right now. Uh God, the guy, the guy that just died recently. Uh, not how I can't think of his name. About the announcer, right? No, like he died like a year ago. He was, uh, he was big with the with heart, the heart family. families. About a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. God, heart I can't dynasty? think of his name now. The yeah, the heart family. Jim Yeah. Yeah. Natalia's dad. Yes, yes, yes. Natalia's dad. Yes. Yes, he's, you know, he's yeah. from, he got big here. A lot of, a lot of people got big here in Nashville. And Nashville has a really nice wrestling community. Jimmy yeah, Hart back in the 80s, got big they here had, amongst um, other people. It, so. it was like Memphis. They had, it was like Memphis, Memphis something that Jim Cornette was in. And it was it was it was huge, and uh, then like I said, the eighties. Yeah, so I think that might be kind of what got me back into it was just being yeah, there a lot of culture up there. With it, so yeah, so you know, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens this week. Yeah. I really, I'm really waiting for Money in the Bank. Have you heard what's uh, going to be happening at Money in the Bank? I don't know. Promo. I don't know anything. Oh, first time ever, and I know it's 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 weird, but it is the they're going to be going to yeah. the WWE headquarters in Connecticut and climbing the corporate ladder, literally. For what they're making it seem like, they're going to wrestle for uh, from every floor in the. In WWE headquarters, and then they're gonna climb the ladder on top of the rooftop of the building to the what? Get the briefcase for Money in the Bank. And who's in the match? Yes. Um, the women's side right now, it is Nia Jax, uh, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Oscar. Oh, Dana Brooke. Um, Are they doing it like combat video game style to where like there's a different person on each level and you got to fight your way up the levels? I do not know that part, that part yet. But 
I think it. I think it that, that, that air my body might and just start, start fighting from on the there. Oh, floor. that's interesting. That's that's an idea. Uh, men's side, you have Rey Mysterio, Apollo Cruz. Um, I'm trying to think who won it last week. Who won the matches last week? God, I can't think who won the matches, matches last matches. week. Yeah, they're qualifying matches. Yeah. Alistair Black, I think, won his. Um, can't think of who all it was. But, uh, but yeah, they got some really – so they have some qualifying matches that's going on right now, and I think the, the end of qualifiers will be this next coming week. So – it's looking like it's going to be something really, really good. Yeah, I'll have to up. try to catch it up. Um, check it out. Is it Sunday? Like this Sunday, or what's the actual date? Yeah. Uh, for Money in the Bank. Uh, I think it's like twenty. It's like it's May. It's like May tenth or something like that. It's it's a while from now. Well, hopefully. Yeah, maybe by that time. Yeah, it's a while this, from now. Uh, <clears throat> The COVID situation will calm down and, you know, we're back to normal. But, um, yeah, I I think that they did this all as a way to kind of like, you know, kind of work around this situation, kind of kind of get the people out of the performance true. center. Because weren't they, weren't they filming because, like all the episodes? Because. Yeah, they've been filming in the performance center for the last like month or so. And and it's fun. And it's fun, but at the end of the day, the WWE performance <laughs> again, it's it's hard to, you know, like you said, it's a show and part of the show is that you kinda gotta give us <laughs> yeah, different scenery every now and, and it's, then. It's energy based, you know, the the energy of the crowd. You have your your faces and your heels and, and, you know, you get your pop and that's, you know, a lot of it's built around crowd, you know, to feed off of. It's got to be an awkward thing. Yeah. But I, you know, I think, I think they're doing a great job of trying to mix it up and try to make everything creative and new. I don't have a problem with what, what they're doing with the, with the, uh, Factors that are with what factors they have in yeah. them. But oh, I will tell you this one though. There is one match that you would really love that they built up very well. And that is Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in the NXT match. Right, I'm going to look these guys ago. up quick because I have no idea who they are. You said Johnny what? Johnny Gargano versus Johnny Tommaso Ciampa. I'll, I'll try to see you. I'll try to see you the match if you need. Me. Oh, this guy that looks like it looks like if uh, like that was John Fitch had a baby with. <laughs> oh, I see. Not, yeah, why is he wearing an Iron Man suit? Johnny Gargano. Which one? Oh, it's like a jacket oh, or something. It, it looks like the Iron Man uh, suit. I'm just looking at images. Oh, 
that might be from so that a, might be is from he a while ago. cruiserweight oh no he's uh he's uh i think no he's a big he's a uh he could wrestle cruiserweight oh, but, oh, they, yeah, but they play him as a big time guy uh, 199 yeah okay yeah but that's that was a hell of a match i will advise you to look back at that one that was that was one again that's what those cinematic matches. Oh, like were they really fighting in the um, in the gym or whatever? Okay, I see the thumbnail for it. Y'all have to watch yes. it brawl in the performance center. It is. It is wild. No, I don't even think that's it. That was one where so they did a lot of kayfabe before where they brought the performance center and they broke up a lot of shit. But I'm talking about the one where they fought yeah. literally just in a ring and they just. It, it was I think like I blacked out. And it was yeah, I'll check amazing. it out. I, I've never even heard of these guys, but I'll watch it if you say it's good. It's, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it will go, probably go down. There's a lot of different matches that have been a really great matches of the year. I think this will go up with The Undertaker yeah. and AJ Styles for match of the year. Because... Hmm. This one was one that was a big rivalry that was really anticipated that the WWE really yeah. milked out. Well, I need to get well. back on it because, like I said, I've, I've been slipping hard like for a long time. So I need to get back on it so I can be more educated <laughs> about what I'm trying to to talk about with you. But I'll watch the uh, I'll watch the Chiapo and the hey, um, hey, hey. the Johnny Gargano match as soon as I get off the as we get off of here. All right, yeah, I'm trying my be- I'm trying my best to try to get back caught up with a lot of the old stuff because I I I don't remember as I'm not I don't have a, as great a memory as you with some of this stuff, so I'm still like going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, you don't remember the uh, um like the man, uh, mankind days or the original Four Horsemen with with Barry Windham, who used to be my like live like 20 minutes away from me where I grew up, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, he stayed oh, in like cool. one town over. It was like 20 minutes and uh, it was like a little simple house. I was like, oh shit, I remember like the original Four Horsemen lives in my town. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, I didn't remember uh, X-Pac versus Kane being a big rival. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I guess it was that a was huge rival. Attitude era when he was um, with DX. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, those are good matches. They yeah. used to do a lot of um they used to do a lot of like small guy versus big guy matches and they would sell like Xbox Xbox and Kane had a feud that was really good. They used to always do like Rey Mysterio versus uh like um the giant or maybe Kevin Nash. Yeah, they did uh Engel Nash Kevin a Nash. lot. And it was now, I do, I do remember that one What's because that? you know why I remember that one. I remember when Rey Mysterio had a yeah. WCW heavyweight title, and then Kevin Nash beat him, and I think it was a the mask. You got lose your yeah, mask. Yeah, and they took his uh, mask off. If you get beat, yeah, uh, and he took Kevin his mask off. Beat him with a, I think he jackknifed him right with a power bomb at the end. Didn't they cheat? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, they cheated. Cheated. I think Hulk Hogan had got cat interfered or something like that. And God, I remember that was the first time I think I, I <laughs> one of the only times I ever cried from wrestling. I was like eight, nine years old. It was like two yeah. it was like nineteen ninety eight or something like that. Because <laughs> brought tears to my uh, man, I was so well, upset as a kid, even as an adult. When you see a, a seven foot, three hundred pound man power bomb a hundred and forty pound man <laughs> into a ring, it's like, oh no, that it, it can't be feeling too good right now. Well, also it was Rey Mysterio. He's like the most Underdog, ultimate, huh? like nice guy of all time. Yeah, well, that's why he's like the, yes, it's he's like the, the ultimate cruiserweight who has no fear and he's high flying and he goes after it. It's the David versus Goliath uh, scenario, just with a different spin. And you know that the odds are tremendously stacked against him, just you know from physical size. But you think there's still a chance he might be able to pull it off and, and beat the big guy, you know? At, see, that's another problem with wrestling now. To just get it to our last day, because we're almost up, up on time, but to get it to the last thing is that wrestling does not have that anymore. Does yeah. not have a David versus Goliath match anymore. Yeah, there's there's not the um there's not the underdog feel to it. Um it's like when um it's like I don't know if you remember the, the CM Punk John Cena feud where uh, CM Punk cut the promo and um he told John Cena he was like you're all about uh hustle and grind and loyalty and respect and, and work for everything. You're, you're the underdog, but you're not the underdog anymore. You've been the champion for a long time. You've became what you despise. You've became the New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah, you've became what you hate, the Yankees. You're the ultimate winner. You're no longer the underdog. So it's like there's no story, there's no story to like believe in You know when you don't have the guy who's not supposed to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's what tells you, that's what tells you Ray Mysterio is so good. Still doing it. Yeah. He's won everything you could possibly win. Yeah. I, 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 He's I, still I, rooting I him on. <laughs> uh, on the show last time I watched, I was like, how many miles does he have left? You know? I mean, He's still doing it. Still doing it. And he's yeah. still well, maybe he's been able to take really good care of himself. Maybe he's laid off the, you know, the extracurricular activities that are associated with wrestling. You know, who knows? Well, <laughs> you think he's so? A, he's a steroid monster too. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he's failed. He's failed quite a few drug tests. Was it you for look steroids? At his history, or was he's, it like failed, for other he's failed a few drug tests. Uh, well, for steroids, I got you. But yeah, I mean, for steroids. How how strict do you think that policy really is? Because you're still in the business of being larger than life, you know. But how strict do you think that policy really is? It can't be overly strict. Uh, I think I think it's stricter now because, again, I think a lot of the stuff that's happening that has happened behind the scenes has made wrestling into a commercial industry instead of yeah. being what it was, kind of its own thing. 
and a commercial sport more than a variety show. Because that's the biggest part about yeah. it was back when we was watching it, it was a variety show. Yeah. Pretty much was a variety show. It wasn't really a sports thing. Now it's kind of made more to a sports thing. And a lot of people that died from heart attacks and stuff like that, from, you know, pills and, you know, there's so many people that's died from from, P, from having bad heart from PD yeah, usage. True. So I think that they're really looking into PDs now. I don't There's think it's, I don't think it's it a was. very strict thing, but I think it. But I yeah. think there's testing. Yeah, probably are so. testing yeah. I, mean, I can believe that. Yeah, hey, I mean <laughs> the biggest penalty you get is a month off. So it's not yeah. really that big. It's not really yeah. that big a deal, but I mean, yeah, we, but it's between a, a good storyline yeah, and then you just kind of go into the way. Yeah, yeah, I think we. <laughs> I got you. Act, just yeah, I think we're hitting the end of our uh, our episode, Captain. On our card. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, about to say, we're about to hit the end here. Uh, so, um, anything really. else you got um, to say before we yeah, get like out of said, here? To be in the intro uh, to the podcast, we were just kind of spitballing and having fun. But um, I'm going to be thinking about, like, some some matches of of wrestlers back in the day versus, you know, wrestlers today. If they would have occurred in different areas, how would the matches have turned out? Um, you know, just kind of some, some cross matches and try to be creative with some ideas and see what I can come up with. All right, yeah. Now I'm going to try my best to kind of, you know, kind of try to see yeah. what I could do we'll storyline-wise that we could do different. Oh, no, man. It, it seems like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good, though, for sure. Um, you know, just kind of spitballing this this first little intro here. It's, it's going to be fun. Oh, that's that's pretty much. I only wanted this podcast just to be kind of a fun thing because I got all these yeah. other podcasts that yeah, are just have so fun, much just have conversation, you know. <laughs> Which I guess I should market those podcasts. Uh, for people that are listening to this podcast, I also have Dude Where's My Killer, uh, which is a true crime comedy podcast. Uh, that's a hit, which is a music podcast, and uh, Riot will be coming out. I think I'm gonna just put it out next week, <laughs> and it's a podcast about Riot. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so, yeah, with that said, yes, I guess sir. I Until will next return week. back. Good talking to you, man.